Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. to the 302nd episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, today was the first day of early in-person voting in New York City. Bet that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I already know how this went, so I, uh, oh, I, I, can't, even, I can't even really pretend <laughs> to, uh, yeah. I'm tired. I'm real tired. I'm sure. Um, so, is there early voting in Delaware? Uh, there's no early voting, but I did get like an absentee ballot. So you can submit those. You can drop them off at a location, uh, at like the mm-hmm. few, at the few drop off locations in Delaware. You can also yeah. mail it, which I still haven't mm-hmm. done, but I have like, I have all my stuff printed out. I just need to drop it off. Yeah. So Carolyn got an absentee ballot and that seems to have been the best way to do it in New York. Because you can drop off your absentee ballot at some of these early in-person voting sites. The in-person voting site for us is about three blocks away. So waking up, I knew that that obviously was not hard to get to. Um, Thankfully, it's not a place where, well, I don't live in a place where they have really reduced the amount of voting sites, you know? Yeah. So it's like, all right, great. I knew that the poll sites were open today from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Great. I also knew I wanted to get there early. And so the idea was to get there early, stand in line. I knew there was going to be a bit of a line because it's the first day of in-person voting. What I didn't uh, realize was as we got there at around 10.15, the line from the polling spot had already done essentially a figure eight around two full city blocks. Now, if you can picture like two cubes next to each other, right, with the perimeter of each cube being a street, and you stack the cubes on top of each other, like in a 2D set, you have one on top of the other. You have the polling spot on like the top right side of the top cube. And the way that the line snaked was it goes up and to the left, all the way down, and then it hooked back right, down, left, up again. So it's like a essentially a figure eight, right? Yeah, right. So I get there, I'm like, oh god. Alright. It's only ten fifteen, and yet the line is essentially eight blocks long. Due to COVID, they're only allowing like 10 people in to vote at any one time. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, well, we're standing there. And Carolyn, because she had her absentee ballot, she goes, I'm going to go see if I can just drop it off. And thankfully she could. So she did that. She checked out. There's a a new Target that opened up like two blocks from us. So they were supposed to open up in like April. And I think today was the first day they opened. So that was exciting. Okay. Um, It's like three floors. Uh, Obviously, it's not as big as, you know, the Targets you have out by you. Uh, but the three floors of Target um, basically has a grocery store inside of it. It's, it's, it's pretty exciting. And then she also went to the Apple store because she wanted to check out the... Uh, iPhone 12. The iPhone 12, yeah. So you what she did was she had to re- reserve a shopping window, and then a personal wow. Apple like em- store employee is like assigned to you, and you're it's like socially distanced in that sense so it's not like you just walk in you gotta like take your temperature yada 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 i almost bought an iphone last night oh really uh no joke i was like hey what is the trade-in value of my iphone like 11 pro 
and I think I get like 450 bucks back or something like that. So I'm like, all right, well, let me get the iPhone 12 Pro. Let me get uh, your standard case. Let me get like a Belkin screen protector. Let me get the uh, the Apple Care shit. And I was like, I almost like low key spent 1200 bucks. Just like, yeah, this is a really easy checkout. I'll just do it. Um, I didn't. I don't really need a phone. Uh, but. It's like I don't know. I don't. I don't feel this desire. This, this, this. Uh, this not generation, but this year to like really dive in into the new phone. We're not going anywhere per se, you know. And the phone that I use right now does exactly what I needed to. Yeah. And so, I will say though, what's interesting is that they're they're upping the base level storage to 128 gigs, which I thought was interesting because my phone is so 64. Anyways. I'm completely off track already. <laughs> so I'm standing there and I'm like, you know what? You know, Carolyn's left because there's no sense in standing in line. Uh, and I go, let me just start like logging everything that's happening. Uh, and so I, I spent like the first hour not really moving in the line. Like the, the line uh, progress wasn't moving. And so I was like reading this book on my phone. I was like going through like fantasy news and like reading NFL news and all that stuff. You know, reading about how Antonio Brown got uh, signed by the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm still surprised by that one. Yeah, well, they're saying that the the Tom Brady, the GM, forced the actual uh, GM of the Bucks to sign him because he's been like pounding the table trying to get him this entire time. Really? Yeah. What's crazy is now that uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks have Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin, there's like no way you can like double cover any of them. Um, I have Mike Evans in the league, and I've got Chris Godwin in, in the league. I also somehow picked up Antonio Brown in the league, so we'll see. Anyways, uh, so I just started like live tweeting. Well, at first I was sending it to my, you know, to Carolyn, to some friends, like Captain's Log. And I, I know I sent you a couple. Yeah, which is uh, it, kind of like funny because you don't tweet. I think that's the one thing to, I never to point out. Yeah, I never tweet. The last time I tweeted was over a year ago. It was based on the story of Carolyn and I trying to get home from Paris and all of our flights getting canceled. And then we were on that like eight or seven person flight from Paris to JFK in a full like 720 or 730s. I don't know. However, whatever the a transcontinental Delta flight is. Right. Um, you know, there was like there were more flighted, flight crew then there were people on the plane and i might have had like three ice cream bars i don't know <laughs> um and they probably gave they also gave us a bottle of champagne to take home like they're just like just take all this nice um anyways so i i looked and it, yeah the last tweet was october 8th 2019 and so i was going to read to you some of the uh the captain's log uh in you know sort of the the entries per se and just walk you through everything that sort of happened okay let's let's see Eleven thirty-seven a.m there's a woman here in line yelling at people to socially distance but it's more empty cries than anything <laughs> um this was a an older woman and her partner who were in front of me and they were just yelling at people in the street to socially distance but what was uh what was crazy about that was it's hard to socially distance when like the line is like crisscrossing the in the in the sidewalk and it's like a busy area of town and every, there's like hundreds of people here and so if you're gonna yell at people to socially distance like you're, it's, it's really gonna fall on deaf ears you know yeah of course thankfully everyone everyone in line around me wearing a mask 
And so I was like, all right, that's good. If we're if we're all wearing a mask, and like people are like lined up in small groups. If you're talking with your friends, you're talking to your friends. I really wasn't talking to too much people, too many people. I just spoke to like the people like around me every once in a while. Um, there was a woman who like was with her partner, and she was like, "How long are you willing to stand in line for to vote?" And I go, "I'm already here." She goes, "Yeah, but like, are you willing to wait two hours, five hours, ten hours?" And I was like, "I'm in line." I don't know if it's sucking cost fallacy, but I'm just going to, like, do it today. I don't foresee it taking 10 hours, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just didn't know what, what she meant by that. Anyways, so that was 11.37. Then it was 12.18. A man drives a truck with a large Trump flag on the end. He yells, MAGA 2020 at us. People in line shout back. Spirits are holding steady, but boredom and hunger lingers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you said you were reading The Martian, right? Yeah, it happened. Yes. Yeah, so that's one of those, like, one of my favorite books happens to be a Captain's Log style, right? And that's yeah. exactly what the Martian is. And so I've always taken the inspiration from that book to be like, you know, was it Andy Weir wrote that yes. book? Um, I didn't like his next book. Anyways, I didn't read one. it. Um, Artemis Rising, hmm. I think is what it is. I've heard of it. Yeah, I never read it, though. Yeah. Never heard anything then, about it. And then they, they start to get, the tweets start to come in a little bit more frequently. Um, I also realized that the first few I just copy and pasted from the text I was sending out, and so there were no like uh, hashtags of any kind. But then at the end, I started adding some hashtags. Uh, but it was let's see, so that was twelve eighteen, and then twelve thirty four. Someone walks around passing cookies. People's eyes widened from hunger, but lingering COVID concerns had people keeping their hands at their sides. <laughs> this like poll worker had this like. Uh, supermarket like those uh those clear plastic containers you know uh we gotta like push down in the front to close it yeah, uh, yeah had all these cookies and he goes this random woman handed me these cookies and wanted me to pass them out to you so that's what i'm doing i go in my head i go what random who why are you passing around cookies you don't know where they're from yeah right you know what i mean like you're not doing anyone a favor if you're just gonna be passing out cookies you're like i don't know where these are from but this old lady told me to do it so i did it and i was like oh, thanks but no thanks yeah uh mind you it's a little weird mind you the only thing i had to eat was like two pieces of rye bread with like peanut butter and some like preserves on it before i left and i had a little bit of a cup of coffee i was like i should probably eat something before i head out i don't know how long this is gonna take um but that's like really all I had in my stomach. So that was at this point almost like two plus two and a half hours ago. Okay. Since yeah. I ate, and I was like, mm, I could, but I don't. I also don't want to like take off my mask, you know. Yeah, definitely. I will say, yeah. good luck on your part. Um, you know, getting something inside of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, still couldn't be. It wasn't much, but nevertheless. Yeah. And then I was like, I have cash on me. Do I want to buy like a hot dog from the vendor? But I was, this whole thing was like, I don't want to have like greasy hands. I don't want to be touching my face if I don't have to. Uh, and then, so that was 12.34. 1.11 p.m. just turned on to my third block. So I started at like 10.15 and it's one eleven now. So was that three hours? Just turned on to my third block. Supposedly, I'm halfway there based on what some polling site volunteers. People walk past sarcastically say, is this the line for voting with a new iPhone? And the joke has gotten old very quickly. <laughs> it just felt like everyone on the street was either saying, are you guys in line for Target? Or is this the line for the new iPhone? It's like, come on, guy. you The joke isn't new. <laughs> We're all here voting. Like, come on. 
Nobody, nobody thinks you're funny. Move along. Everybody, um, uh, everybody thinks that the joke is like I, I've. It's happened in many different circumstances to me. I can't really mm-hmm. think of a specific example right now, but just like when you're passing by somebody or somebody drops a joke, and it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not even remotely the first time that I've heard that. Right. I appreciate like your it's attempt, funny. but. It's like maybe funny the first time, but like it's not like a super funny joke. Yeah, yeah. So, um, one twenty six p.m. A voting site volunteer walks around handing out water with outstretched hands. We take it willingly. She says, "Quote: You're all patriots for standing in line for hours and voting. Feels a bit much, but we are appreciative of the water." She like walked around with like this little trolley, and there was like cases of bottled water. And I was like, I should probably take a bottle of water just in case. Here's the thing. Today was kind of a chilly day. I went out in athletic shorts and like a zip-up jacket, and I was kind of chilly. And then I thought to myself, fuck, now I have a bo- cold bottle of water on me. And then that's when I started to feel, and this was at a one, let's see, 126, right? I was like, I got to pee, but not like seriously got to pee. Just like, oh, I, if, I, if I had a chance, normally, I'd like to em- empty the bladder. But then I was like, all right. Not only do I now have to pee, I have a bottle of water on me. I got to hold this thing. It's cold. It's like all these things now. It's certainly a variable that I introduced into this whole story. Um, let's see. one thirty-six p.m. So 10 minutes later. Two women in front of me debate whether to sit on a chair they've grabbed from the corner trash pile. After a short but vigorous debate, they relent and sit down. And so these two women in front of me had a... Um, they were reading books for the the entirety of the thing. They're like, read, they move forward, they read, they move forward. And then one of them walks over to the edge of the sidewalk and finds this, like, little stool that has, like, uh, some sort of uh, covering on it that like, was, like, faux like faux animal hair or whatever. Okay. It had, like, faux fur on it. I was like, how, how could you, dude, sit on some shit like that that you pull from the trash pile? <laughs> dude, you don't know that she's got bed bugs or some shit? Yeah. Oh God! But it was funny hearing them talk about. Do you think we should sit on it? Do we? Do you think we, we should not sit on it? Do you think it's it? dirty? Yeah. So I'm just sitting there because I don't. Also, the other thing is I didn't bring any headphones with me, and so I'm not like listening to a podcast or not listening to music or nothing. Which I guess was a good thing in the end because I almost ran out of battery. But uh, and then Carolyn goes, you know, nobody really knows what you're saying, so you should probably give them some context as well as to what you're doing here. Okay. I go, if you've just joined in, I'm captain's logging my journey to early vote in NYC today. Got in line as polls open, and now the journey continues. Let's see. 1.46 p.m. It can be described as a mixture of excitement and virtue signaling whenever people comment on passersby on what both groups are doing. Similar to the iPhone line joke, it's gone old fast. <laughs> Like, a lot of people are saying, I can't believe you guys are standing in line. This is so crazy. There's so many people in line to vote. It's like... What I hate about it is the fact that people that are in groups next to each other are like echoing the same thought out loud in real time. It's like, we only need one of you guys to say this. And in fact, none of your thoughts are important enough to be shared with the world. Similar to my captain's log, you know? <laughs> 2.07 p.m. Due to the cruel nature of figure eight lines, I'm finally back to where I started four hours ago. Nice that to know I'm more than really, halfway uh, there. Something yeah. else, right? Dude, going around four four blocks around the same building only to end up in the exact same place that i started was like all right well 
I guess it's I guess this is better than what it was before. Uh, 2 10 p.m. I have crossed the imaginary Maginot line, which in this case is a symbolic crosswalk that signals you're on the literal block of the voting site. 2 13 p.m. People in line where I am now are passing Brunch's Row, where people are outdoor dining. We stare at the food about as longingly as we will at our ballots. You can 2 25 p.m. You can sense your hunger in that tweet right there. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the, everyone's just like staring at these people while they're eating. Um, 2.25 p.m. Just moved about a full block length, and it felt blissful, exhilarating, as if we had caught the wind in our sails. Either that or the exhaust vents from PJ Clark's that smell like hamburgers. Um, 2.41 p.m. We round our second-to-last corner. An out-of-town couple comments, it's insane, about five times in a rapid succession. Someone in line responds, are you going to vote? They walk off without answering. Um, 2.45 p.m. Traffic jam as the early voting line mixes with those trying to dine at PJ Clark's. A family is told they can't indoor dine since they're at the current capacity allowed. They are disappointed. 2.53. A passing old lady with a sweater-clad dog hands the seated group in front of me a small bottle of San Pellegrino. Their spirits are immediately buoyed. 3 o'clock. We ring in the fifth hour, being in line, rounding our final corner. The polling site entrance is in view. Reminds me of that Dunkirk movie quote. Quote, you can almost see it. Home. 3.01 p.m. Hopes are immediately muted as the, quote, 20% low battery warning flashes across my screen. It'll be a photo finish. 3.03 p.m. Of all the things I'm grateful for on a day like today, besides exercising the privilege to vote, is the fact that I peed before I left. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't really. I forgot about that. Just yeah. the bathroom yeah. urges. If you, because because if this was me, I probably would have gone there with a coffee in hand, and yeah. about an hour into it, I would be like, I would strongly be considering getting out and just going back to pee and doing this another yeah. day. Yeah, three o five p.m. The seated group in front of me stealthily discards a stool that has provided them much needed support while standing in line. She comes back without the stool and says, "Quote mission accomplished." 3.09 p.m., an old woman who has just finished voting takes a selfie in front of the voting site with a fist raised in front of the police. 3.12 p.m., the voting site is handing out pizza from a tall stack of recent delivered pies. Our eyes grow larger and stomachs growl louder. And then, because this is when I got into the polling site, I like didn't want to have my phone out. Because uh, I don't know how sensitive they are to that kind of stuff. I will say there was a ton of police inside and outside the polling station. Um yeah. So then, like, so, so, some, all these tweets from this point are like, uh, post, like, I'm done voting, but I was like trying to approximate what was going on. 3.20, I entered the polling site, democracy smells like pizza. 3.22 p.m., a poll site volunteer is wearing a Trump face mask, I press forward. 3.23, stylus in hand, I sign in. 3.23, ballot filled out, scanned and accepted. 3.30, I arrive home after my five and a half hour journey of voting early in person. Thanks for following. If you can, Vote early, but above all, vote. Yeah. So that is how I spent my day. Um, I uh, came back. I'm exhausted. Carolyn says I smell terribly. No, I didn't. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's it called? Uh, my friend, who is a Trump supporter, liked the tweet where it says a poll site volunteer is wearing a Trump face mask. I press forward. And then Rob liked all 14. So, you know, I uh, appreciate you, Rob. I love you. Um, Rob's always looking yeah. out. 
I am uh, I'm happy that I stood in line and I'm happy that I got to vote. Uh, I didn't think it was going to take this long, even though I had a stinging suspicion it would take a while. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I. What was interesting was when I was inside the polling site, one of the polling site managers was complaining to NYPD detectives who were plain clothes and wearing their badge around their neck, saying that there was either electioneering going on or the fact that he didn't like how some of the police were talking to some of the uh, voters, and he said he was going to file a formal complaint. Oh, wow. Uh, to which the NYPD detective said, listen, man, every polling site, the, the layout is different. Something about he's given these many detect- he's given this many cops to allocate to wherever he needs to, and he did the best he could. To which point, the election site manager responded, well, I'm going to file an official uh, complaint. And then the NYPD officer just like walked off. So, who knows? Who oh knows? Yeah, but voting was easy. Voting was easy. It uh, it was. It took me no time to to do once I got there. I was gonna say, like, was that like almost a bit disheartening considering how long you had to wait in line to be in there for about I don't know. 30 seconds a minute however long it actually took for you to cast your ballot like to make your selections and cast that ballot um so yes but i also sort of i felt like i was echoing that like really really early i was like i don't know how many more elections we gotta sit through where we can't uh vote on our phone you know yeah so i would love to just i don't think it should be that hard i think we should be pushing people to vote on their phones i feel like you'd have a lot more people voting if you could vote uh you could, if you could choose to either vote via phone vote at home uh or if you still want to do absentee ballots or vote in person like there should be more ways to vote the other thing is you got to move it off of like election day should not be on a tuesday you know i mean it should be on like a saturday where people don't have to take off work or people don't have to be like oh i'm late for work i gotta leave work early to vote and then stand in line for all that long you know yep but I'm glad that you got your absentee ballot. Uh, I'm glad that you you sort of beat the beat the line in that sense. Um, a lot of my friends were like, "Why are you standing in line? You should have gotten your absentee ballot." And I I told them, "You're right. You're absolutely right." Looking back, uh, seems like it's just as okay, knowing that you're not trusting the USPS, unfortunately. Um, but I just like had like this super tinfoil hat suspicion that I was thinking they were going to do anything they could to sort of disenfranchise me. So I was like, you know what? Let me just stand in line and ensure that I can do this. So Man. happy that I did it. Yeah. And now, and now uh, Carol and I are packing and we're going to Maine for uh, until Friday. Uh, what was interesting was we uh, Maine requires you 
to have a uh what's it called uh a covid test if you're from like any state that isn't on the exempted list now new york city or new york is on the exempted list i think it's like new york new jersey connecticut vermont new hampshire like it's basically new england yeah uh they're all on the exempt list but because we're renting a car we don't know if our plates are going to be from any of those states and so the cops can stop you um and so what we wanted to do was a have our new york city licenses uh b get ready with the fact that you know in case we get stopped that we're going to say all that stuff and c if we need to hopefully because carolyn already got her covid test back she did like a, a nasal swab uh and basically there is this medical group in new york called one medical i don't know if it's just new york but it's like a it's like a health group plan thing um we get it i get it for free through work but it's like normally like a hundred bucks a month or something so it's not cheap to be part of this thing but you basically get your own network of doctors right okay and the idea is you can go to any one of their offices and there's more of a holistic approach to medicine so they'll have many different types of doctors on site uh i haven't used that part of the service yet but i heard it i hear it's nice but what one medical has done is they opened up many different testing sites around the city and so carolyn went to one on thursday and she got there super fast by subway and by the time it was like her her time that she uh, signed up for to get tested she was already done the nasal swab is super easy it's not the like brain prodding nasal swab it's basically like the tip of your nose right and so when i went to go do it and she swabbed the inside of my nose it like i felt completely fine like i'm not exaggerating when i say that I was very comfortable throughout it. They are not going deep into your nose whatsoever. It's basically like, you know, where like your, our nostrils flare out a little bit. Yep. Um, that's just, that's the only spot that they did it. Yeah, that's what they did for me as well. Right. And so knowing that that is as quick as, 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 uh, as non-invasive as it is and how quickly, like Carolyn already got her results back. It was like 48 hours later. Yep. Um, it's like it, it makes the uh, the hypothetical barrier to getting tested much lower, you know, so that it just feels like if you can get tested, get tested whenever you need to. Right. Now, one thing I will say about about that, just like the process of testing is how it can be different, like for some people, because I know that. You know, some people are able to get their test results back in a day or two, but then other people, it's it's taking it's still taking much longer. That's the one like disheartening thing about it. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, yeah. you know, you should still get tested if you're if you think that you've been exposed and if you're not feeling well. But um, yeah, it's still it's still frustrating that you know while all sorts of uh, you know these sports leagues and and other you know your president can get results back in a matter of minutes or hours. It's, it's a bit frustrating that some people still have to wait several days to get something back. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm just looking at, uh, there's a lot of like New York city, uh, Twitter handles right now that are, uh, 
commenting on like you know how when um and i don't did you watch the last presidential debate i did not actually no um can't even remember what trump, i was doing that day but i did not uh, catch it trump keeps uh what's it called referring to new york city as a ghost town ah uh. and so everyone is tweeting videos of like ghost town new york city and a video of uh these people ain't standing in line for hours to vote for trump and basically these like time-lapse videos of all these different voting sites in new york city with like long ass lines today for people voting and it's like yeah there's no way also what's tough is you're in new york city right so new york city is going you know which direction new york is going in it's not like we're in a unfortunately it's not it's unlike we're in like michigan or pennsylvania or something right so unfortunate but happy that we did it yeah definitely really glad that you you were able to get it done um and especially since you know so that you won't have to be out there on on election day where you know potentially it could be even worse and you're also trying to work i've i was talking to lena about this and it actually came up during so uh i don't even want to put lena on blast like that but she was on like in terms of where where she works but she was uh in a kind of an international work call and one of her colleagues, when they found out that election day was on a Tuesday and they do not have a holiday, like they don't get off for that, they were absolutely shocked. And she just like couldn't get over the fact that they're supposed to figure out how to vote while working at the same time or potentially caring for their kids at the same time. It's yeah. a very complicated matter for some people. And of course, a lot of people there, therefore can't vote because they can't get their affairs in order in order to get out there and vote. Like not all of us had the luxury of either a taking the day b being able to work from home and just you know popping out of the office for a little bit like you know some people some people have to be on site and and they can't get around that so i'm gl- very glad then that absentee voting and you know voting by mail or early voting is an option for a lot of people because it gives people the the chance to actually cast that ballot yep absolutely absolutely um Anyways, we are headed to Maine in the morning. Yeah. And so we're going to go and continue to pack up and uh, get a good rest because it's about an eight-hour drive all the way up. Oof. So the good news, though, is... I can't believe it's eight hours from there. uh, It's about like six to eight hours. We're going to pick up the car at around 10 o'clock in the morning uh, on a Sunday. So we're hoping that, like, we won't hit too much traffic in the direction that we're going. Um, We're, like, going the opposite direction of everyone. Um, we're going to stop a couple of times to let Oliver out and for us to stretch our legs to like eat lunch. Right. We've, uh, Carolyn found a Walmart that we'll be stopping at to do, uh, they're basically like putting, you know, uh, curbside delivery. Um, the Walmart is like 10 minutes from the Airbnb and we're staying at this place in Rockland, Maryland, which, uh, Maryland, Rockland, Maine, which is in the middle between, um, portland maine and acadia bar harbor uh it's about two hours in either direction but what's nice is rockland maine itself is a cute little town and so i think we'll spend the first day on monday doing that and then we'll probably do like the national park the day after portland another day and just like sort of like keep it chill that way that sounds really good to me yeah and then we'll be back on friday 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm. My birthday's next weekend. Not the weekend. It's actually on uh what what day is it? Is it Monday? Yeah, next Monday. So okay. I'm gonna What are you doing? I don't like it. Um, you know, probably nothing much. Lane does have something in mind and you know, we would drive. So I gotta take off that Monday mm. from work. But um yeah, I mean normally normally she would try to fly somewhere. Like we, we did yeah. uh Puerto Rico a few years ago. Last year we did Denver. Just like did a super quick day trip up there. I remember that. Um whatever where else would we do have we been? It's hard to remember for the for the birthday specifically, to be honest. But oh, uh, the year before Puerto Rico was when we came up to New York City, and she did she organized that dinner with you guys. With uh, you know, you were there. Uh, Tom, you were on your friends. way somewhere. We were on the way to our mini moon, which was in uh, uh, Great Cayman Island. That's so right. Because we, we, you know, we were supposed to go because that was the year we got married. We were supposed to be going to to grand cayman the uh what the, the the night after we got married but because of hurricane irma um that oh, that got irma. canceled because we couldn't fly out and we had no clue of course if if um if i think at the time i guess they that hotel wasn't impacted by by irma but we certainly couldn't fly out the day that we were supposed to fly out because they were they were uh, <laughs> they were being ravished by 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 a hurricane at that time. Um, nevertheless, we were able to reschedule and do it that weekend after, or the you know the weekend of my birthday. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. She she loves doing little trips for us on my birthday, and this year we are not able to. I mean, we could hop on a plane. I don't feel com- I don't feel comfortable doing it. So right, you know, restricting travel to whatever is only a set to only essential travel. At least when it comes to an airplane, I would love to drive somewhere. But um, I don't know. Still, we've we've been busy the last few weekends, so it'd be I'm not I'm not opposed to just kind of laying low and doing a super quick trip. So I think that's what we're going to be doing. What uh, what are you guys doing for Halloween? So one of her um her so her old boss uh, I don't know how many jobs ago how many years back this goes, but she hosts a Halloween party every year. Now and like the and so like I, I talked about one of the ones that they had done. It was a murder mystery. Yep. And the, every year they do kind of a different theme. I'm blanking on what they did last year, to be honest. That wasn't the murder mystery last year. Um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They are they're hosting another party, but it's going to be outdoors. And so we're gonna just pop by. Um. Lena has a our family themed Halloween outfits, which I I, I, I don't know if it's uh, it, it's. It's an, it's the Incredibles. We're the, we're gonna be the Incredibles. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, we're, we're gonna just kind of pop by, show up, show our faces, but otherwise just stay in. I thought about what I want to do for like the kids in the neighborhood because I'm sure people are gonna be going around doing trick or treating, and in the end, I'm just not gonna do anything. Like I I considered leaving candy out on a bowl or in a bowl on the uh, on the stoop, you know, just asking people to take a couple. In yeah. previous years, we've only had like three people come by anyway, like three three families come by to trick or treat. I think this year we're just going to keep the light off to indicate that we're not doing it. Because right. yeah, I mean, like when it comes to leaving the candy bowl out, people always like take two. People always take a ton, and so even even though in previous years we haven't had a ton of people, I wouldn't be surprised if like three four people come by, and we also have a camera, so I'd actually be able to see what's happening. Um, but if a few people came by 
and somehow we run out of candy <laughs> with those few people coming by because no one wants to take just a couple. I also really wouldn't want all that extra candy anyway, but I don't know. I think the easiest option is just to keep it, keep it uh, distant, aka just not doing it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair. It makes sense. Do you get trick or treaters? Uh, this is the first time this year in this building, so I'm not sure. What about in previous previous years? Previous years, you sign up in the lobby to let people know if you're doing it or not. Okay. And then a list gets passed around to the family so they know who to knock, uh, whose doors to knock on. Gotcha. That's that's convenient. Yeah. It reminds me of the apartment complex that my parents used to live in uh, in Delaware, top of the hill on Shipley Road. Uh, management printed out like a colored piece of paper and you just put it on your door. Okay. And because each apartment like building, we'll say, had like a large glass window to show like the stairwell that led to every person's apartment, you could stand back and like look into a building and see like, all right, which one of these has a paper or not. And if they don't have paper, you don't have to waste your time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we get out of here? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.